All right, uh, welcome to the Air J the Great Podcast Show. We got uh two special guests on the show today. Uh hip hop artist Crash Dummies. How you doing? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? Living life, brother. That's what's Thank up, man. So for anybody out there that haven't uh, uh heard of these two, we're gonna uh, start off by playing one of their songs and then we'll get into the interview. And I want to play, I want to play y'all latest single, but I played this other song right before we got on here, and they kind of, it kind of stuck with me, so I got to play. Play it, man. Yeah, play, play what you, play what you feel, play what you feel. So I'm waiting to see. From the start, niggas gon' hate so hey, that don't mean me no harm. Yeah, we by the farm, uh, don't be alone. Niggas gon' fade away, just move off your heart, uh, but she gone. What? Be there for me. Jump in my car, play your favorite song, get the latest, girl, I don't play that. Back and forth, that's what the haters for, hit the spaceship floor, and I'm taking over, I'm finna get what I've been patient for, hey. How do you feel, be honest, make sure. I got the back of who had me on, gladly honored, I caramba, I can't settle for no debit offers. They try to play me, we have them screaming out, save me. Dog. Niggas gon' hate so hey, that don't mean me no harm. Got we by the phone, mm. don't be alone. Niggas gon' fade away, just move off your heart, mm. but she gone. What? Be there for me. Design of VVS shining, this what you waited for. I play the game, I think it's worth it. I wanna play a little more. They want your position, can't trust these bitches. That's what they hating for. That's what they hating for. And I ain't got time for these ratchet hoes. No thing about me, nobody knows. I'm spinning the bag, bag, bag. Ain't got the time to play no more. Trips at your feet in the sand. You got a friend for my friend. Come travel the world with your man. And make me reach with your friend. Yeah. Hey, that shit's hard, bro. Yeah, it's a motherfucker. Hey, hey, that was a hard ad lib, man. Yeah. He went crazy. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't know which way he's gonna play. I ain't neither. I, I was I was excited to to her. I'm glad he chose that one though. That was that was one I I feel you rock, like you seen I, the you rock with the video? 
Nah, I ain't get a chance to look at the yeah, video. You ain't seen I, it? Work all day. Uh, it's definitely on YouTube. We'll definitely send you the link. You definitely got it. I think it brings everything into into aspect of, okay, now I got yeah. a visual for it. So it's like, okay, now everything is just played out perfect for everything. It's also on Apple Music, too. So we also got the video on Apple Music if you search the song. Yeah. Yeah, man. First off, man, um, both of y'all just tell tell people where you're from and uh, how old are you? Shit, I'm uh, River Green, Lexington, Kentucky, man. I'm 28, be 29 November. Yeah, man, it's your boy Big Vano, man. Uh, I'm from Lexington, Kentucky as well. I'm 34 years old. You know what I'm saying? Born and raised here, but been a lot of places. Let's say that. That's what's up. So, uh, what's the first thing that come to y'all mind when y'all think of y'all hometown? Yeah. First thing I think of. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say basketball because growing up, that's UK's pushed all in your face. So, that's really, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people know Kentucky for basketball. Just sports in general, you know what I'm saying? Like the the Blue Nation, you feel me? They known to travel football. Or basketball, baseball, yeah. be on to come up. But me, I, I'm 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 more business minded with it. Like I I see it as an untapped market. You know what I'm saying? Like opportunities. I see it as uh, a place where it's a lot of talent that really ain't been tapped in with yet. Yeah. And, and I feel like with a lot of stuff that's going on now. And more artists, you feel me, from Louisville, Kentucky, and everything on the come up. Now people are starting to notice Lexington. Like, hold on, they got talent down there as well. Let let's let's figure it out. Let's let's get us somebody from her. And now everybody, for us, a lot of it's a it's a few artists here that got some motion, but and a lot I more that's like, gonna get tapped in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. I feel like right now with what we got going. I think we're gonna be one of the front runners for sure. No hesitation. That's what's up. So um both of y'all just kind of go in detail. Uh how was it uh for anybody that ain't never been to Lexington? Um, y'all, you said you was from Lexington too, right? Yeah. So anybody that ain't never been to Lexington, just kind of describe how it was growing up there as an African American kid, you know, some of the obstacles and uh um, circumstances that you had to overcome just growing up as a kid? It's like your regular. It's really like everywhere else, bro, for real. You know what I'm saying? You got your goods, you got your bads. It's really all where you want to put your mindset. Like, you could get fucked. It could get fucked. You know what I'm saying? It could get nasty around this motherfucker if you let it. But really, man, like, it's it's really just about keeping your head on, like, Trying to try stay positive through all the downs growing up, you know what I'm saying? Just like everybody else, deaths, you know what I'm saying? People gone that we ain't never seen no more. Uh, just trying to overcome them obstacles, man, and make something of yourself. Facts, like, I, I can I can agree with it. Like, coming from my household, you know what I'm saying? It was me, my brother, my mother, you know what I'm saying? It got to a point where she got sick and couldn't work, and I ain't having my daddy around. I ain't meet my father since I was 19 years old. By this time, I done already made how I was going to live. You know what I'm saying? So it was 
it was one of those things to where I had to grow up faster and be a kid less. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was all about everything's a hustle from selling a candy bar to selling a shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like you said, deaths. Uh I had what? I think I might have had like five or six homies die within a like a four week span, like a whole month. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it get wicked down here, like but more along the lines of what he said is just like all about picking your lane. Like either you gonna make it out of here or you ain't. Like you said, it's just like the rest of these cities, like everything. Yeah, people look at it like like people look at like when people here in Kentucky or something, they think it's like like we living in a field somewhere or something, you know what I'm what saying? I, like put our shoes off and, <laughs> yeah, man, not just, like it. <laughs> and it's so crazy because I said if I ever did a podcast interview and somebody asked me how it was that I was gonna say it. Ruby Rose, she is from Lexington, Kentucky. She went to Dunbar. You see what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah, plenty, it's plenty of times <laughs> where she was walking around with her shoes off and her feet out, but was trying to dog us for this is our image. We wear Jordans and 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 uh, 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 all types of Gucci and Prada, and we get we wear the same thing that everybody else wears. So I don't know why she would even come say yeah to about us, knowing she's from here. You know what I'm saying? So we got everything. Like I said, we got everything that the the Cali's and and everything else got. We just a smaller market. Like I feel like I'm pretty sure it's, that, it's like, growing though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I feel like, like I feel Louisville, like Lexington, Lexington. You know what I'm saying. I feel like Lexington is bigger than Detroit, and a lot of people from Detroit be down here. Sada baby yeah. be down here. T Grizzly came down here and got started. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like Lexington is just well, Kentucky in general is just this, like you said, a big field, and we ride horses and do dip, spit, and all that. Man, it's bigger than that, and that's that's the reason why I feel like with what we got going on it, it drives us to to show the world like where we from like we've we've seen it in louisville we know it ain't far away but at the same time we won't show we won't show it ourselves how it is here in lexington yeah absolutely so uh what type of activities y'all was into as kids did y'all play any sports yeah, I, was in, I was straight football this nigga this basketball and all that shit but i was straight football dude. I did I did right I did every sport like I had uncles that are dunking in middle school man. yeah I was dunking in the middle school like I had uncles that played in the NFL retired from the NFL cousins play that played in the NFL that just retired in the NFL you know what I'm saying like our family was from the athletes but it was like like I said before like once my mother got sick it was trying to juggle do I want to go out here and make sure I make some money for us to eat? Or do I want to take this gamble and play in today's basketball game, baseball game, or football game, and hopefully gain a scholarship? So sometimes that was what I had to choose from. And my mom said, "I just trust me, go play your sports, go play your sports. And I tried to stick with it going through high school, and I, I did end up going to college uh, to play sports. And then that's when she really got sick. So I withdrew my freshman year and came back home. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So as far as uh, both of y'all, um, did y'all have anybody in y'all family 
or your close circle that was involved in the music business or y'all the first ones to go down that route? No, nah, I ain't had nobody in the music business. It, it's so crazy with, with what we got going on now. My mama finally came in. Like, my mom, my mom could sing. You know what I'm saying? But it was like one of those things that it was around the house, clean it up, you know, where you wake up on, on the Yeah, weekend. I got we got talent in the family, but not in the industry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like definitely come from talent, the bloodline of talent. But. Yeah, so it'd it be it be stuff like that. And I'm like, Mom, why don't you never try to pursue in it? And then she actually found the uh letter, and this is crazy, from Universal that she got a letter and she never opened it because she didn't want to pursue a music. Dang. Yeah, so like not not far as that goes, but I got fr- I got friends. I definitely we definitely got we definitely got an in common friend that is in the music industry. You know what I'm saying? And work with artists, still working with artists, and actually helping us as well right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. So, uh, if y'all had to pick a uh, pick a reason, what would you say led you to doing music? Me, Man. me, per- me personally, I ended up moving. Like I said, my my uncle was playing for the Dallas Cowboys, and I was living with him. And me, and my mother, my aunt, and my my cousin, who who's like my brother. You know what I'm saying? He ended up getting hurt, and they sent them to uh, the New York, New Jersey Knights. So we ended up moving up that way. And this is you feel me late 80s, early 90s. So me going outside and actually seeing in the mecca of everything, the freestyle battles and the the beatboxing and all that, I always thought to myself, like, I could do it. Like, I love music enough to, I could do that. I could do that. So it was like one of those things to where when I got my first opportunity to show out, I attempted. I wasn't as good as I thought I was, but I attempted. And it was just one of those things that was like, Man, if I if I keep doing this, I know I could be better than that. And it kind of built a drive and determination for me to to want to do things and, and keep pushing. But like this guy right here, I met him. I think he was still he might have been like 15. Yeah, I'm about to say he was like 16, 15, 16 years old. And he But I started when I was 12. Yeah, I'm about to say like, that's he when was I started already, writing. But, he was already polished, so it was amazing to to even run into him. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just crazy. <laughs> it was wild. Like some of my old teammates was his manager at that point in time for the group that he was in, and he was telling his his name was Adam. He told Adam told River to reach out to me to do a song because we all knew each other. And when it he started from me, the song, bro. <laughs> yeah, he when he added me, first thing I did, because he had his mixtape, I'll never forget. He had his mixtape cover as the uh profile picture. So the first thing I did was let me see what's on this page. And I heard something, I was like, What? Oh, he hold on, man. Let me hop in his inbox. He's he's he can rap for real. Let me and as I was writing him, he was writing me. <laughs> and as soon as he sent his message, I sent my message. It was like he was like, damn, I was just writing you, bro. I said, that's crazy, bro. And and we did that one song. What was it? Foreign Whips? Yeah. <laughs> Foreign Whips. We did we did that song. And I think the next week we performed it and it was sold out. 
Wow. Yeah. And then it was just like, ever since then, it was just like. I don't know what influenced me to do music, though. Shit, like, when I was in elementary school, I used to act like I was performing. I remember in school with a couple of my friends and shit, we used to act like we like we listened to after school program and shit I was in. Uh, they used to, uh, we used to listen to the music or shit from the radio or whatever, act like we was performing. And then when I got to like sixth grade, I just decided to, for some reason, start writing, try it out. And I ended up starting writing for other people in seventh grade. And I really don't know what, I, I guess seeing like at that time, seeing, because when I was growing up, there was more like child stars, like, you know what I'm saying, your Bow Wows and shit like that. So I felt like I could do that as, like, I wanted that to be as a kid. You know what I'm saying? I do remember that. But I don't know, that shit just came. Like, it's one of them things, I guess, that I just never gave up with. Even through all the groups I done been through, through all the bullshit I done been through, I always still write for me like it's not even you know what i'm saying i don't know it's weird yeah. it's kind of like a that's my yes that's my gym session you know what i'm saying like when niggas go to the gym or whatever that's that for me like i get excited even talking about it <laughs> facts it's facts so uh well who are some of y'all favorite uh artists growing up who y'all like listening to i ain't gonna lie I was a Wayne head. I was Wayne and like the type of before I was Wayne, I was DMX. DMX was my first artist I ever heard. It's dark and hell is hot. The first album. I remember you my know, dad put me on. Yeah, I think I when I when I was living up that way in New York, New Jersey and all that, it was more like I was like I was like the underground. Like I liked underground music because it was like raw. It was themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. You got your Tupac's, your Biggie's, I listen to a whole lot of that. Listen to a whole lot of uh, Cassidy, like the punchlines, the similes, metaphors, the battle rap. That's what I was used to because that's what we used to do. Like I said, I came up doing freestyle battles and rapping at somebody. We seeing who got the best lyrics and everything, like did it on, on school buses, walking home. We might just form a little circle in the middle of the street. Somebody make a beatbox. Like that's that's what made me want to rap like that. I was that simile punchline metaphor with the dog in him. So it was like, like I said, more of the, the Cassidy's, the, the, uh, the, the raw Jay-Z's at first, you know, how he was, uh, sheesh. Wayne, like I said, Wayne, Wayne really set the standard for me because he did it. He made it look easy on a beat. So it was something different, like bro. He whatever beat it is, he can rap to it. I want to be that versatile when I when I'm doing this. I want to be able to rap on an R and B beat. I want to be able to sing if I want to. I want to, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Wayne was the Wayne was one of the biggest influences for sure for me. That's what's yeah. up. So um, as far as the name, where y'all get the name from? Crash dummy shit. It really came about. Back in, it was like 15, 16. And niggas was just on some other shit back then. <laughs> yeah. It was real life. on some other shit back then. Yeah. And see, like, but, I basically, like, Crash Dummies, it was like groups formed together. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
he was he was yeah because it started with one and ended up like conjoining yeah. with two three other you know what i'm yeah. saying just like a conglomerate of people repping that shit you know what i'm saying yeah. that it's more of a mindset like it, it ain't got to be necessarily crashing out like yeah you know what i'm saying it could be with whatever you do you know what i'm saying you you going giving it your all or whatever your hustle like type yeah. shit. it's like push to failure you feel me I'm going to push till I can't. Till, and when I yeah. fail, I'm going to get back up, dust my pants off, and we're going to go back at it. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those type of mindsets. It's a motivational thing for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Self-motivation. No motivation from any other person besides my kids. You know what I'm saying? And my family and, and, and things of that nature. But it's times where I'll sit back and not be motivated and river uh, call me and be like, look, man, we gotta, we gotta do this, we gotta do that, and to get my mind ticking. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like, all right, cool. And I, then when he's lacking, I get on his ass the same way he get on mine. You feel me? So then it becomes a, a energy to where I know he's on his shit, so I gotta be on my shit. Now we self motivated. He ain't gotta call me and be like, bro, did you, bro, it's already done. Look, here's the update. Boom, send, send whatever over. Send, send this beat. All right, cool. I got four songs for you to write to. Here, here's three back. You know what I'm saying? Come up with a hook to this. I got a verse to it. Come up with a hook and you come up with a verse. Let's do it. It's one of those, you know what I'm saying? So it's real good synergy when it comes to it. Feel me? That's what's up. So take me back to that beginning time, man, when y'all first went to the studio for the first time, man, every recording in the studio, man, was it kind of hard to grasp at first or what, did it come easy to you? Nah, that shit, that's how, I mean, because it started before we even, like, you know what I'm saying, grouped up. It started as just us doing fe a feature, you know what I'm saying, just doing a song with each other. He had his own group. I was with a group called Co-Creative. And it just started like that, and literally it just was organic, you know what I'm saying? Like It was a good blend, stuff. you know what I'm saying? It wasn't all, in, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't always just in studio. We would also send shit, you know what I'm saying, that too. But even when we linked up in the studio, it was all... That's kind of why we decided to do what we did with it. You know what I'm saying? When people start seeing the bond and, and, and after we dropped, I think the first, it might have been like the first four or five songs, that was like, y'all group? It was like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's my dog. That's like my little brother. You feel me? I'm going to go to war about him. And that was like, why don't y'all just make a group? It was like, ah, he's already what in a group, group. You know what I'm saying? And and then it got to the point where, like they say, everybody don't make it to the finish line. You know what I'm saying? And the last two standing that were still doing it at a high rate was us. You see what I'm saying? To the point where it was like, let's go ahead and do it. It was like, all right, what you want to be called? I said, shit, we already crashed dummies because I got my gang, you got your gang. We already calling it that. We've been calling it that on song. Let's run with it. Took it around with it for real. That's yeah. So as far as uh, you know, anything that you do, you gotta have confidence. You build confidence up in it. Huh. So when would you say that uh, both of y'all knew y'all had the confidence to really pursue it seriously? I think yeah. when we got on the, I think when we got on the stage to uh, when we yeah, I think it, it had to be after performing, bro. Yeah, and like, like seeing people, seeing people actually react to you. Cause back, you gotta think back then there wasn't no social media like it like it is now. So 
you Facts. niggas really had to hear your shit in person type it shit. It was more of a grind, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was more of a hustle, like selling CDs. So them the, shows, the... this shows changed my minds on my mindset on all this shit when I seen people actually rocking to my music, and right. then like just over time, you know what I'm saying? Putting your putting your time in with the shit, you just over over time you get your confidence to where you don't even got second guess what you what you, what you want to yeah. say or what you put down. You don't. Yeah, fast. You know it's gonna be hard, you know what I'm saying? And and it's so crazy because like and the reason why I say it's the shows, I remember I remember being in the hole in the wall, you know what I'm saying, selling it out. And soon as we soon as we done with our performances, everybody left. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like everybody walked out, we taking pictures, hugs, high fives, you know what I'm saying? We took that same energy and opened for the Migos together, RP takeout. We uh we actually uh up for the Migos together and afterwards have fans come up, take pictures with us. And and it was wild because while we was opening it up, it was us and actually Jack Harlow. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that that's that's yeah, that's the first time we had met Jack. You know what I'm saying? So like I remember seeing something about his new balances, you feel me? I was like, that colorway is crazy on them new balances. He was like, Oh, thanks. He still had this little curly hair. He had the, the big uh uh the big polo shirt on, half tucked. That, that's how he was rocking it at that time. But I was I was looking like, like, who is this dude? I've never heard of. Him. Man, we 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 go out there, like I said, we taking pictures and shit, and that was like, ah, oh, uh now now to the stage, Jack Harlow, and I just see people just start screaming. I'm like, who is Buddy? Like, who is he? So we sat back and listened. I was like, he put on a great show. You know what I'm saying? Like, when we come, when we come backstage, we definitely gonna reach out, keep in contact. But it was like that moment. That's when we was like, we gonna be, we gonna be that big, but we are gonna be bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's us. We better be big. Watch, I can feel it. And ever since then, it's just been driving determination. I remember what? I remember one night we had we had three performances at three different clubs. Thank God it was all in the same city. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we literally went from one to the next to the next with no break. As soon as we came off stage, dapped up, took pictures with the DJ, DJ Fresh and everything, and and, and Fresh actually did the first half of one one of our uh, performances. Yeah, that nigga, was, do- that nigga was the DJ around the city there. Yeah. He he was doing the first half of, like, the first show we was at. And I think it was, like, 11 o'clock. He had to leave because at 12 o'clock he had to be at the last show we was performing at. And in between, we performed at, like a like, a 10 o'clock. And then came and performed at eleven o'clock somewhere else, and then met fresh and performed at like one thirty, like the primetime club hours, like right before it closed. Like I remember motherfuckers running up on stage and everything while we performing. I still got videos of that. Yeah, like, yeah, like motherfuckers running up on stage. We trying to perform. They running up on our arms. I'm holding the mic in the air. I see people recording. We had everybody jumping like it was lit. Like it was crazy. And that's when I had that flashback. Like as soon as it was over, like I told you, this is gonna be us. This is it. We 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 still going up. You know what I'm saying? And ever since then, it's just been big brother, little brother. You know what I'm saying? Keep me on my toes. I'm gonna keep you on yours. If I'm fucking up, make sure you check me. 
You know what I'm saying? And vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Hold each other accountable. And ever since we've been doing it, we've been getting great results. That's what's up, man. So as far as y'all current situation, man, y'all are independent right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, right now. And would y'all sign to a major if it made sense? Hey, what's your favorite line, bro? <laughs> hey, as long as they make it make sense, man. You know? Yeah. <laughs> they make it make sense. <laughs> we actually we actually got some motion to where we talking to talking to some people, you know what I'm saying? But right now we independent unless they make it make sense. You feel me? Like we got our new project on the way, crash out. We ain't put no date on it yet. Uh yeah. we got a new a new single that everybody is like you okay, you see what you just played, right? Coming on the show. We advanced that vibe. You know what I'm saying? So we got a song called Bore Bore. Uh <laughs> Full fledged party ice. Uh yeah, like we got a whole we got a whole project for real based off that vibe. You know what I'm saying? But we we definitely got some we got some room shakers, I tell you that. So definitely, definitely gotta be on the lookout for the project crash out. It's coming, I promise. That's what's up. Ready. So as far as y'all um recording process, uh how often are y'all going to the studio these days? Shit, you try to go at least at least once a week. Yeah. But the at crazy least. thing is for right now until niggas can get shit in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause we, yeah, we we definitely got a a lot going on. So like we trying to line everything up correct. But when we go, we literally could book a three hour session and record six songs. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, yeah, that's usually much. that's usually what we do. We knock out a bunch of content. Cause we our preparation before we even get to the studio, the song's pretty much already like done. Like the way we, we formulate this shit, and it's just it's crazy. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I don't want to say the whole form. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to yeah, say everything. Basically, do, but... basically, people gonna have to tap in. We we've been doing this thing again called Car Chronicles. You feel me? So like. If you tap in with the Car Chronicles, you'll see how we come up with what we come up with. You know what I'm saying? Like we starting to post the uh, post it now, like our shorts and, and everything for YouTube and back yeah. at the TikTok back rocking. But mostly it's gonna be you feel me Instagram. That's our go to, of course. But yeah, the process is. I feel like the process is unique. I don't feel like nobody else is doing it for real. No. Niggas pretty much already got the song mapped out. Every, every detail before we every get to the detail <laughs> from ad libs and what note what note is gonna be. If we doing something where we doing harmony, we know what notes gonna be held and what pitch and everything. Like it's, it gets that real to the world when we go in there. It's like, are right, you ready? Yeah, cool. Boom, go in there. Might mess up once, second time. Oh, with. Get it done, put a mix on it. Right, come on, her next beat. Next song. It's a business. Niggas look this shit. Straight business, bro. Like, love this shit too, but you gotta treat everything like a business, bro. Once I once I notice even in life, bro, everything's a business. If you're not putting your mindset to that, then you're gonna be behind. So yeah. Nah, right. then uh, like with it being a business, you gotta understand like at, at the point we at, we're spending money. 
you feel me, to to record. We're not sitting at home in our home studio. You feel me? So, like, with us spending money, we know this is our time limit, and this is what we got planned to knock out. So our, our goal is to make it as easy as it can as a process to, to record and move on to the next song and be prepared. You know what I'm saying? So that's how, that's how we... That's how we actually rock. So, so uh, describe this uh, music scene in uh, Lex, man. Like, uh, uh, do a lot of artists collab with each other, or do you know people just mind their business? Describe the music scene up there. Yeah, I mean, people definitely is working, making a lot of noise right now. Actually, I think even even super young artists. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of. It's actually, I feel like it's better, getting better now. Would you say, compared I'm to? Say, yeah, shout out, shout out to uh, my niece, man. She's definitely making some noise, juicy fruit, man. Yeah. going crazy. Star bookie, man. Make sure y'all, make sure y'all uh, keep that thing, man. She going crazy. Man. I ain't gonna lie, she's definitely going crazy. But it's she, definitely Zaza, Zaza from here too. Yeah, Zaza. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what was I about to say? It's I feel like it was a lot of group situations at first here in Lex. Like a lot of groups that you feel me had multiple rappers in it to where people was reaching out and people was collaborating. But now I feel like a lot, a lot of people, like a lot of people have died down to where it's okay. We know he was the standout for this group. Now he's solo. Now this person solo, he was the standout from this group. This person, uh, they still do songs together, but they solo artists. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a lot of mostly minding minding their own business now. But at the same time, if it makes sense, people are gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's we've reached out to do features with people and made it happen. You know what I'm saying? We actually got some features to knock out that people don't already pay for, for real. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, even it sometimes it don't even be about the money. You know what I'm saying? It's about the opportunity to to get get our music heard by another fan base. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, it ain't necessarily yeah. Yeah, I say it ain't necessarily about that. It's it's about rubbing the right shoulders. It's about the connection. It's about the, you know what I'm saying, network. Like I said, it's just, it, like, as long as it makes sense. If you make it make sense, we with it at the end of the day. Yes, what's up. So uh, do y'all believe uh, rappers are targeted? If so, why? Targeted for us, but. Just in, just in general? Yeah. Uh yeah, I say yeah. I say yeah. I say yeah too. Because now, because of the influence, a lot more rappers getting on this Rico shit. Yeah, it's it's because of the influence. If if I'm rapping about shooting a thousand motherfuckers and catching bodies it gets to a point where you're going to be in a situation to where you're going to have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because they just spoke yeah. their energy up. So it's like, 
if they don't do it, their career is over. So people are living living on on the hype of the image they paint now. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just being humble and because I tell somebody quick, like, hey, leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Leave me alone. I don't even want it to get to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I try to bring peace to a situation. But if it's already known that this is what it's going to be, my my mindset for my kids is, bro, shy away from this situation because we don't know who's going to make it home. You know what I'm saying? Because at this point, everybody wants to be a shooter. Everybody wants to be a drug dealer. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's going off the hype of music from other cities. So, like, with the song you play, not too many people doing music like it here in Lexington. That was our main goal, was to separate ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we don't get it twisted. Don't take us, you feel me? Don't take us, our kindness for weakness. You know what I'm saying? Because if we get to that point and we got to act out, we'll act out, but we're trying to change the culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, we trying to we trying to bring the vibes back. You know what I'm saying? Where, where's the music that you can just sit to and ride and, and your kids can listen to it? You know what I'm saying? Like, where's the catchy tunes to where uh, you got females singing it on Instagram and it ain't all about killing an op or taking a perk? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so, so many kids influenced off the music nowadays to the point where I feel like the industry is looking for the next person or people to change how the culture is. And the reason why I'm saying that is you hear, okay, uh, like Dirk, Dirk just dropped the album, but everybody says sound the same as his last album. Young boy dropped the album. Sounds like young boy. What's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the only good song on earth was this one. And that people said this, this song specifically because he's talking about, Dirk or he's talking about a young boy. You know what I'm saying? To the point where it's just like what's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, then you got somebody like Drake, you know what I'm saying? Making songs for the women, dance hall songs, he got pop songs, he got songs singing the uh how he feels about a situation and then he'll go back, he'll do some shit that'll make you bop. You know what I'm saying? It's just the versatility has left the game. Either you're this, you're this, or you're not in the game. You know what I'm saying? So that's my that's my perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel that. So as far as um collabs, uh who's some artists that y'all want to work with in the future that y'all haven't worked with yet? Yeah, that's a that's a long list. Yeah, like I definitely, I definitely got some artists. We actually got uh, a couple songs with Vory right now on Ice. So you yeah. feel me? You know, that's Beak's artist. He from Louisville. So like, we we sitting on. Some I mean, you, you know, what I'm saying some of you, of course, like your Drakes and yeah, yeah, your all time favorites, people that you actually see out doing music there. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody got a song they want to do with somebody. Like oh. I heard this beat, I, I bet you so-and-so would do this. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's based off a of vibe to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I heard, and I can hear somebody on it, I'd be like, boy, Lil Wayne to kill this. T.I., he'll kill this. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it's really about vibes like that based off 
what you bring into the song, you know what I'm saying? What you, yeah, what you hear so. on it. But it's, def- it's definitely a lot of artists that I wouldn't mind doing songs with. We pretty much, yeah, we pretty much one in the same when it comes to that. We didn't, we just spoke upon it before, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, the Drakes and shit like that. So it's definitely, definitely a nice little list. Okay, uh, for all y'all followers out there, what's some things y'all like doing in y'all spare time when y'all not doing music? Spare time. He know what I. What? I'm on the game. I got two things. My thing in the summer, I I like to hit the lake with the jet skis and shit. That's mm-hmm. real. That's something I've been getting into. That's something new for me, for real, within the past year or two. And in the winter, I be snowboarding. I go up to Indiana or something. I go snowboarding. I got into that. It's been I don't a couple know, years too. Huh? I said it's been a couple years you've been doing that too, for real. Yeah, yeah, man. I just like for for real with with everything we got going on, being so busy. I just I for real like spending time with my kids a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like so oh, that's a given. I, yeah, so you know what I'm saying? My kids, Dad, let's play the game. All right, cool. We are high ball college of duty to the point where I start liking it. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I'm playing it uncontrollably even when they not around now. But other than that, I like to. You know what I'm saying? I really like to to have my peace. So. I'm one of those that that are sitting around and write. Like even when it's not recording at the studio, sometimes it's just a free write. Just to, it might I might be feeling some type of way. It could be a good or a bad or a mediocre day, and it's just me getting it out, just letting it out. You feel me? So I I, I love writing for real. It's just what it is. Yeah, I can feel that. So uh, what are y'all short and long term goals? What do y'all want to accomplish? Short term, getting hitting the uh, getting on the charts. You know what I'm saying? Seeing, 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 seeing people. Like I said, going back to the performances, bigger performances. You know what I'm saying? Like just elevate elevation. But long term, big change. Like community wise, like being able to really change community. Like that's been my goal for like I try to think of different you know what I'm saying businesses to start for people that I know just different avenues that I'm gonna take whenever I get to that point the short term goals that I was talking about that is gonna allow me to do that big term shit so that's really yeah. the steps I'm trying to go through yeah that's that's basically the same with me is just seeing a bigger impact to where I can invest my money into businesses and and property and land, you know what I'm saying? To to expand my horizon by, you know what I'm saying, building community centers and stuff like that for, for kids that can go and and like I, I had one of my one of my things is like building a community center that has a, a shuttle bus that runs, you feel me, ever so often that's free. Cause not everybody got the funds to to drive there or get picked up or you know what I'm saying? Things of that situation might not have a car. But as long as you feel me, you come into the community center that I I got in my head, it's gonna be more along of you feel me. I'm gonna have uh local local coaches, uh helping kids out in their free time that want to help. You know what I'm saying? And and shit, and, think about it, bro. We ain't even got a pool. And where I'm living now, they ain't even got a pool in the community at all. 
No yeah, food for no, like ain't no bowling alley, ain't no nothing for the kids to do. So what are you gonna expect? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like I don't to get know. kids. But my goal, like you saying, my goal is to to get it how I was when I was growing up. More kids outside and actually being kids instead of being on electronics and sitting yeah. in front of uh, of cell phones watching your TikToks and YouTubes instead. Going outside and just enjoying life for what it is, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's major. That's that's like major for us, for real. Okay. So, uh, upcoming things for 2023 and the beginning of 2024. Uh, what y'all got coming up? Niggas going out the country with it again. <laughs> again. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh. Like I said, based upon the situations that we blessed with, it's definitely going to be way more music put out at a higher pace, like a faster pace than what we – well, like the pace we got now is perfect, you know what I'm saying? But when it gets to that point, you know what I'm saying, and the fans are wanting it, we definitely going to push out more content than enough. I think me between me and River together, like songs we've done together, this ain't even solo songs. We probably sitting on an easy 300, 400 songs. Mm. That's just, that's just sitting. Some of them we just, we know we're not even going to put out. It was just one of those tracks that we wanted to do it to, to basically spar with it. To, to when we do a, another song like this, we know we could do it or know how to attack it. You know what I'm saying? So definitely more projects, definitely more shows, a lot of traveling. Uh, more, more. We're gonna get merch, of course. We're gonna get some merch, uh, popping within these next few months. Uh, just staying active for real, mostly. The most thing is just just staying active. As long as we staying active, I feel like everything else is just basically gonna fall into play. Man, everything's just consistency, bro. Whatever you do, man, it's just consistency. Whatever pace you're gonna set. Be consistent with it, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, ain't no, ain't no blueprint for this shit for real. Like, it, you just gotta make your own path in life, bro. Not even just with music. But, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so give me, uh, um, how do y'all want? How do you want people to perceive y'all? Two niggas is. Grant for me, how you can perceive me as just a father that's trying to provide more, give more, you know what I'm saying, for my kids than I had, and just trying to be a good person, better, a better person. The same, a provider, a person who creates opportunities for others, you know what I'm saying? Not a only a who... provider in the home, but a provider in the community, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Back to what definitely. we were saying earlier, so the big term goes. So. Yeah, definitely. Just, just somebody who's making opportunities for, for things that we didn't have. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot we didn't have growing up and a lot that, as kids, that was sacrificed for us to have what we barely could have. You know what I'm saying? So it's more along the lines of seeing me and seeing River and seeing us as a whole, not only as just individuals, but seeing us as a whole to be like, damn. Consistency. I'm yeah, I remember, I remember, I remember, yeah, I remember when I was this little kid right here who didn't have nothing. 
and now I'm where I'm at. So this kid that I'm looking at, I want to go to him and motivate him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to do this. You don't have to sell drugs. You ain't got to be the coolest kid. You know what I'm saying? To prepare yourself for the future. There's different routes and different ways that you can be successful. Don't think it's got to be doing music. Don't think it's got to be being the lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Success is defined different for everybody. So, but I, I feel like, like, I, like, like he said, like I said, I just want to be perceived as somebody who at any time can help somebody if needed. You know what I'm saying? Like they really, they really fuck with their community. You know what I'm saying? They really give back, get opportunities for people who didn't have, and now we have. That's that's how I want to be perceived. Really, they can perceive it however they want as long as they get the message, though. Facts. Absolutely. So uh, both of y'all, give me your hip hop route, Mount Rushmore. Uh, give me your, uh, get, well, uh, I want to say hip hop. Yeah, I'm about to say, are we going all time or are we just going like current gen? No, uh, just give me your regular Mount Rushmore top five uh, most influential people to your life. It could be a role model, family member, anything. My mother, she's got to be on there. She's one of the strongest people I've ever known in my life. To raise two males by herself with them there stressing herself out to the point where she couldn't work and shake back from it to still being able to help if needed and stand on her own 10 again and, and be way more uh, successful than what she was. Like My mother is definitely one of my biggest heroes, my uncle. Like I said, he played in the league. Uh, gave me a business mindset at a young age. You know what I'm saying? To to understand like how things work. Uh, I got like I I really I really built a lot of relationships like with with coaches. You know what I'm saying? Because I played sports, so like the bond was like a father figure because I really didn't have one, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like, it's hard for me to actually pick because I had more than enough heroes or people that influenced me in my life to push me above and beyond what I had. Teachers, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was the the popular kid in school that played out of sports, but I also was the class clown. But the difference between me being a class clown before I started acting out, doing my class clowns, dumb shit, and laughing and goofing off, my work was done. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, it's a See, lot. Mine's of... changed. Mine's changed over the years. Like, growing up, it was totally different than with my who influenced me now. Like, oh, yeah. for what I want. Yeah. Like, now it's weird. I be I catch myself more interested in what scientists and stuff got to say. I I got certain scientists and shit. I be watching just different podcasts and trying to learn from as far as business aspect to real life. What's going on? Just trying to be more not. I'm, I'm real focused in trying to learn right now, like, as much as I can. Because when I was a kid, I was not into that, for real. Like, that school and all that. I really yeah, don't. Makes sense. So, what, what influences me would be certain certain people like Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson or, you know what I'm saying, even with, like, Elon Musk, like, what he's doing, you know what I'm saying? 
like what Kanye is doing as far as the business side go, you know what I'm saying? Certain shit he did, like it's different. I, I try to take different gems from different things, different. you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't got like one solid, you know what I'm saying, this or that. Like I got certain things from here, certain things from here, but yeah. I just try that's to get sponge to life. Yeah, that's how man's is. I got certain people I look look up to as far as business. I got certain people I look up to as far as community activists. I got people I look up to as being uh uh like uh husband and wife couples that you know what I'm saying, somebody I can relate myself or wanna be like once I get to that age. You know what I'm saying? It, it's different. Like yeah. you said, it's different it's different people. I didn't I didn't have I didn't have no brothers, like older brothers I look to have to look up to. No sisters, no cousins around that I knew for real like that. My dad wasn't really around, you know what I'm saying? It was me and my moms and then eventually growing up shit go with sad, you know what I'm saying, with that. So it's just like I just try to get get what I need from different places. If that makes sense. Just make it make sense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I kinda yeah. So uh closing remarks, man. Anything else y'all want to tell the people that y'all got going on and uh let people know how they can keep up with y'all on social media and things like that. Okay, so first off, like I said, we got the project crash out. Definitely we just what we finished the song list last night. Yeah. We had ten of them on there, I think. Yeah, ten cool. we got ten songs on this project coming up. Uh we 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 got another project in the in the works that we. I ain't gonna. I just recommend. Song. I just recommend people go check us out. You know what I'm saying? YouTube. Yeah. Check the video out. Tap into the feel the vibe of the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? And Definitely. Just uh, watch how we about to grow YouTube, for real. Yeah, YouTube is uh, of course YouTube.com, uh, slash official crash dummies with a K. Uh, same thing for our Instagram, official crash dummies. Same thing for Apple Music, uh, title. It's basically how you gonna find us. Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Our Facebook fan page is basically all the same. Official crash dummies. You look that up, you're gonna find a picture of us. Sure. And ain't even know for or or you can Google us. You know what Google. I'm saying? Like <laughs> you can just go to Google. <laughs> We got IMDB. We got everything the big superstars get. Everybody asking us how we did it. I just tell them, keep paying attention. You'll find out. You know what I'm saying? So we got the, like I said, we got the, uh, uh, like I said, the, the crash out. We got another project we got in the works that we recorded. We just group, basically we grouping the songs. So we got a, we got two or three projects for real done. Easy. You know what I'm saying? But now just, trying to find this situation that we got, trying to make it make sense to the point where to see if we want to stay independent or not. You know what I'm saying? That's the main thing. But we definitely about to be making some noise within this next two to three months. It's about to get crazy. I will say that for sure. It's about to get crazy. <laughs> it's about yeah. to get crazy. And people don't even know. We just sit back laughing like, alright. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's to the point now where everybody we've reached out to that didn't reach back or made it seem like they was too busy to to even respond back in a timely manner. It's just like, ah, okay. 
It's our turn. You know what I'm saying? It's our turn now. So we we humble about it though, you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't it ain't like we doing it out of disrespect because now we really got most, you know what I'm saying? Like so now it's just like these next two to three months, we don't know what's gonna come about. Absolutely, man. But uh, I appreciate y'all coming on the podcast, man. I like uh listening to different type of music. Uh they got y'all the second group that I interviewed. I think the first group I ever interviewed was called uh dang what's the what was they called? You gonna remember our, our name though. It's all good. <laughs> they was they was dope though. That was from Missouri. They got this song called Rockstar. It was three white dudes and they first time putting out a music video. They got like six hundred K on YouTube within like a week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, we, bad we, boy. Um, uh, it's called damn. Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Bad. It's called bad something. Dang, I can't think of man. It's you, what'd you say? The name of the song was? It's called Rockstar. Let's try to Rock. see if I can find it. I'm trying to yeah, think of the name, definitely. bro. That's gonna uh, that's gonna uh, that's gonna bother me because um, uh, I got them on my uh. On my Facebook, you know what I'm looking them up right now because I got them in my YouTube. It's called they they um name was really bad people. Really bad people. Yep. They rock star by really bad people. They dope. Yeah, I'm about to tap in. Yeah, definitely about to tap in, man. Well, yeah, man. Uh, anytime y'all want to come on the show, man, I do episodes all the time. I drop, uh, I drop every Monday at uh, midnight. I'm on uh, 15 different uh, streaming platforms. So if you click the link in my bio on my uh, Instagram, it has all my social medias and every platform my podcast is on. Oh, yeah, we locked in. You ain't even got to say no more, man. And I yes. got my book on there too. I just became recently a number one selling author. I got a book that I just uh, wrote on this on Amazon called uh, "Stuck from Limitless." Uh, Stuck from Limitless. Uh, I wrote yeah, a, yeah. a situation I went through in the military. I was in the military. I was uh, special forces in the military, and I wrote about uh, losing one of my close friends in the military and how I overcame it with uh behavior health and things like that so well first off congratulations you feel me on your book and my condolences for your loss my brother was also in the uh army and lost a, a close friend to him so i might have to tell him to reach out to you maybe you can you feel me talk to him and, and make sure his ptsd ain't as bad you know what i'm saying because sometimes he'll be taking it real hard when he thinks about it when he's at home by himself so i definitely have him reach out to you brother Read your book and everything, so I'll bat for myself. Oh yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, it's only three ninety nine if you get the digital copy, but if you want a, a paperback, it's fifteen. But either way, I still spend it. Don't even worry about that. But but yeah, man. Uh, I think y'all dope, man. You know, uh, it's kind of different, you know, because I interview a lot of people that be talking that talking that street stuff, but. 
You know, it's uh, always refreshing to hear somebody do some uh, positive music, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Appreciate, appreciate it, bro. Yeah, we definitely going to be doing more, too, man. Which... Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And uh, this concludes another episode of Eric J. The Great Podcast. Uh, I want everybody to be on the lookout uh, for more dope content I got on the way. Everybody go tap in. With Crash Nummies on all streaming platforms. Yeah. Uh, be on the lookout for uh Fru Ray Ricky Ross um uh, interview dropping soon. Also, uh be on the lookout for NPR Richie Rich uh, interview to drop. And everybody go check out Young and MH interview. He's one of the biggest artists in New York right now. Uh, that just dropped two days ago. He's dope. And um a lot more to come. Another uh, interview with Derez Deshaun. It's going to drop soon, too. So, uh, everybody, uh, just stay tuned. And I appreciate all the support. Salute. Yeah, yeah. Salute.